People are capable of the most incredible feats. I believe every single one of you has a wealth of untapped potential, and within the episodes of this podcast, you'll hear stories of people tapping into theirs. My wish is that you rethink, rediscover, and re-evolve what's been inside of you all along. It is said that you die two times. The first is when you take your final breath, the inevitable flatline, and you lapse into the great unknown. But the second time is the last time your name is spoken. How you choose to live your life and who you decide to become determines the time between those two deaths. It is time to step up. The possibilities are endless. You are worthy and you are limitless. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Limitless Podcast. Uh, This episode is actually a wee bit different. Um, It's not an interview with anyone, it's not me by myself, but it's actually an audio grab from a Facebook Live my wife and I did together about an experience that we'd been through recently. Um, It was something that does get quite emotional, Um, I get quite emotional, um, we were actually not sure whether we are going to share it publicly um, or we were just going to keep the news to ourselves. But in discussing, we actually came to the conclusion that that's the exact reason why we wanted to go live and go public about it because it's something and it's an experience that a lot of people go through but that most just kind of end up getting left alone to try and sort their own feelings out and come out the other end. And we thought that you know, we try and be as vulnerable and as an open book as possible. And we really thought that sharing this story with you guys would actually lead to a lot of positive end results. And it has. Um, I've already gained so many amazing messages from people um, really getting into a conversation and a strong conversation about the the things we speak about in this episode. So I hope you guys bear with me (laughs) through some emotional times. Um, It's not too long. It's pretty quick and and to the chase. But we do cover some pretty emotional things. Um, I really dive deep into, you know, men's emotions and how we've been so accustomed and we've been so I guess really taught that sharing our emotions is weakness and that being able to be a man and have emotions and cry is is weakness and you know is gay and all of those things so I just really wanted to address that within the story uh, that lies ahead And I really thank you guys for listening. I'll be back next week with an epic interview. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hello, everyone. V and Nick here. Husband and wife, if you don't know us. Gangsters. Yeah. Um, Coming to you from Morocco. Yeah. And as the caption of this video said, this is a bit of a raw and truthful update. Um, And just a little bit more personal as well. Yeah, it was... We both were a wee bit unsure whether we'd share this kind of stuff um, publicly and whether it was even, you know, appropriate or, you know, it was going too far or whatever. But I really honestly think that there's just that, you know, beauty and that vulnerability and 
I thought that we'd really want to come on and just share from the heart about an experience that we've had um, just over the last couple of days that was pretty hard, um, pretty emotional, and just as a way for us to deal with it too, um, yeah. and just let you guys know what's been going on. Yeah, so hi everyone who's joining. I don't know how much I'll be able to keep up with the comments because <laughs> I'm already feeling emotional. <laughs> um, but yeah, so should we start 10 days ago? Yeah, so 10 days ago, we were in a different city. Oh, two weeks ago, we were in a different city yeah. in Morocco. And there's a little bit of an inkling. And V was having more of an inkling than I was. And it took another three, four days for us to come to a new city where they have um, more infrastructure, more access to this sort of stuff. And we went and got a pregnancy test and came home. And we were just so fucking excited that there was just two lines on the test and we're so happy. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was Monday last week that we found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> and I think you can <laughs> guess where this story's going. But um, we were so excited and like um, I know all the like taboo rules around you're not supposed to tell people you're pregnant for like 12 weeks because of the risks. Which and... I think is kind of bullshit really. Yeah, like... like would you not want support if something was to happen yeah and so we you know we told our nearest and dearest and um we're like the joy was just like exploding i like <laughs> i literally can't i can't remember a time where i was as like as i had so much joy as i did when we found out yeah and so and you know and everyone being so happy like it was amazing and because we um we always knew we wanted kids but we also like we're like yeah one day we'll be fine to have kids and all that shebang and it was kind of like when we found out that we're like oh shit like we really want kids yeah right and then it was only like probably i think last friday um friday kind of started yeah friday started getting cramps and um and it was like and some bleeding and then we were like felt kind of alone in it like obviously there's people who knew we, we were um, expecting um morocco's a long way away from everyone so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we were basically just relying on google for mm. everything which is if you've ever googled symptoms you know that it just ends up in death yeah so. you're gonna die basically yeah. And so, yeah, anyway, it was like a really, really um, emotional weekend. And like part of, I don't know if you've noticed, like I have shown up on social media, but a part of me felt like such a disconnect because there was such a, so much going on behind the scenes from what I was sharing online and Nick as well, mm. that like, you know, there was the in intense joy and then there was this intense confusion and worry and yeah, and all of the emotions. But I felt like it's not, you're not supposed to talk about it. So I felt like I couldn't share yeah. And um, then because we originally were going to wait till we get to like a first world country to go do the scans and all that kind of stuff, because it's only a few weeks away. But then um, it was just like getting too painful and stuff. So we decided to find a clinic that we could go to locally, which was actually pretty difficult. Um, yeah. Just in, a, in and of itself. I mean, Morocco, you're pretty hard pressed to find people that speak English. Everyone speaks Arabic, a little bit of French. And so we ended up getting helped out in a big way, um, just through our Airbnb host who lives in a different city but owns the apartment we're living in. And she called a clinic for us, you know, got her sister to come and pick us up, which 
so oh, just freaking nice. Like we manifested Moroccans the nicest are so cool. people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're really, really nice. And then, so yesterday we rocked up to a clinic. Um, it was pretty much a take a seat and wait until, you know, the, the options available. And I was kind of falling asleep. I just had this feeling that everything was going to be fine. I just had this, I just believed it was going to turn out fine. So and it's also because you get so excited. Like we were already like supposed to be due in like August and there's just like so many things you start thinking about and like setting goals for the new year. I completely changed like what we were going to set goals about. And it was just like this whole thing. Yeah. And so they call V in and I'm just, you know, a little, little bit nervous, apprehensious, um, because, you know, like we didn't know if the doctor could speak much English. We, Which we just couldn't. A little bit. <laughs> like it, barely, yeah. but yeah. And so we went in there. Um, v had to get undressed when I was standing outside. Like it's all just completely different. Yeah, the culture is so different in terms of how they like deal with that stuff as well. And then like I remember they took my blood pressure. I remember as if it was ages ago. It was yesterday. <laughs> um, but they took my blood pressure. My blood pressure was like 155 over 88, which is high for those of you that don't know. And the lady's like, she, the only word she knew in English was scared. And I was like, mm. yeah. and she's like, like trying to calm me down. And I was just like, I was fine. But like my body was friggin' freaking out. Like mentally, I'm like, I'm fine. It's okay. Like whatever happens, blah, blah, blah. And so I get called in. V asks if I can, am I allowed to sit? I was like, can he come in please? And they were just like, yeah, yeah, okay. Which I don't know if that's normal or not. Um, they pulled up a seat and I just sat and held V's hand while the doctor got the, um, the intra intervaginal ultrasound wand ready and everything was you know I was feeling like you know nervous but also like really excited I just thought that what was going to happen is we were going to look at the screen and we'd see our baby <laughs> yeah and then we didn't <laughs> <laughs> basically is what happened and um it's so funny because I've had all of these logical things. I mean, I've like known how common it is one in four women or pregnancies actually end in miscarriage. It's extremely common. And there's like all of these logical reasons why it's like fine and it's okay. And we are like, you know, like technically the baby's not even called a fetus until 10 weeks. It's yeah. still considered an embryo. And there's like all of these reasons why logically we shouldn't be so emotionally upset, but it was like so freaking hard. Yeah. And um, then I started crying, and the doctor's like, "What? What? No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's normal. It's normal to miscarriage." And I'm like, yeah. "And it's like I don't think it's like a part of their culture to react like that, or to even like because we were like trying to hug each other, and they're just like looking at us sideways." And so that whole experience was like incredibly uncomfortable, just in itself. And then, so what we ended up doing was we were like, "Well, okay," like reality kind of set in. And the, the hard thing there is you just start to oh, <clears throat> oh, you start to get an idea of what life's going to be like and then it kind of gets taken away. Yeah, and so, I mean, one of the most beautiful things, I mean, we have so much gratitude for this experience. It's so sad, but it's not like, it doesn't mean <laughs> the end or anything. Like, it just, we feel gratitude in the fact that we can, um, we know how excited we are going to be when the yeah. time comes for us. Yeah. Like that is just the most incredible feeling. And we, like, we got so much closer over the past, like, week. Which, it's insane. Like, if you know us, kind of seems like an impossible <laughs> task, but. 
Because, like, every day I'm like, I love you more. I don't know how it's possible to love you this much. And then it's just, like, it's even more intense, the, the love we feel for each other. But it was just, like, at a whole new level. And, and like, so many things were, like, realizations and emotions and everything were going through us. And as we were talking yesterday, and I, and I said to Nick, I said, I just feel like I can't show up on social media because I feel like I'm lying to people. And then that's when we decided that we wanted to share the message. Because, one, this, is, this shouldn't be a taboo subject. Mm-hmm both for women, because when I started sharing that I've been through it, I started hearing stories about so many people who've been through something similar and felt the same way and like, you know, really lost and unsupported. And I feel like that's not what women should feel like or people in general. And then secondly, for men, it's like, it doesn't make it any easier just because it's not in his physical body that it's happening. It doesn't make it any easier to experience that. And it's not taking anything away from the physical thing that V's going through. Yeah. The the emotions are just as real and the grief is there. And I was even looking at this um, Facebook post of of Mark Zuckerberg because him and his wife have had a baby in the last couple of years. I can't remember when exactly. But there was a post about how Mark Zuckerberg came out and said that, you know, like, he he felt so lonely in his grieving because... It's just not talked about, and I think that's it's so it's so obvious when you look at the just the mental health issues that the world has, especially with men. Um, in the last three months, I've talked to like half a dozen guys who are like actively planning to kill themselves. And kind of reaching out to me as a bit of a last sort of hope. Um, you know, they see me as a positive guy, and <laughs> I am, and I'm still positive now, regardless of the tears. Um, but it's for men, sometimes we can feel so alone with our emotions. <sighs> and it's, and the, it's, there's no weakness to that. No, it's like the most, I, like, I for one am like, I fucking love you so much right now. <laughs> like, again, is it possible to love him more? I didn't think so. Now it is. Yeah. And then secondly, it's just, there's strength in that. Like, we're meant to be able to feel these things. And I truly believe as human beings, regardless of our gender, what we identify as anything, we all have an innate guidance system and it's our feelings and it guides us to where we need to heal. And by pushing down emotions, we're literally just causing like this shit show this clusterfuck of pain and stuff that can never truly leave us or i don't know i don't even really know what i'm saying but it's just like so freaking messed up Mm -hmm. and one we should openly be able to talk about our feelings both men and women yep and yeah it's just i don't i don't know (laughs) that's it yeah yeah so we just wanted to share it just Really to be open and vulnerable because I think both of us, um, like who we are in person is no no different than you see online. The only thing that would be different would be like we're just even extra crazy in person. <laughs> we're just even weirder. Um, but just creating like honest and open communication and dialogue around emotions. Mm. I think there's a big movement at the moment for for women, you know, speaking up about how they feel and owning that, but for men, I've, and I, I don't feel <clears throat> like I've, I've been alone like that, 
but just with the amount of clients I have that have talked about how they feel um, through dealing with breakups and I even look back at when my parents split up um, it just seemed like my dad had no support and it's it's wrong yeah and I think like a big realization that I've had through this process as well as like I said like before I was ever pregnant I thought that you know if I had a miscarriage it'd be fine and I'd just be like oh well it's a natural thing yeah which I mean <laughs> it is logically and, you just like okay yeah sweet next yeah kind of and, and the thing is is that I still feel like I don't feel that necessarily that I've lost a child because I truly believe that the soul will come back. Like it's maybe, maybe my uterus needed healing and the only way it could receive that healing is through starting a pregnancy. Maybe the child's soul wanted to calibrate the vibe of earth or me or whatever. Like, I don't know, but I truly believe the soul will come back. So it's not that I feel like I've lost a child, but, um, which I mean, makes me so excited because I'm like already feeling into the vibe. We think it's a girl that will come through for us. But, um, it's like, uh, this idea that like you if you feel something about anything no matter how much logically you think that you shouldn't feel that or how you think that you know like no one else is talking about it or no one else is upset about it or whatever it's your emotions actually and you're allowed and I feel to like feel that's, them that's that's exactly when you should be showing up talking about this yeah and it doesn't mean you have to go live on a facebook like, <laughs> no. like us but that's that's who we are like our whole um life or like at least the last five years, we've been building relationships. We've been, you know, building this lifestyle where we we want to share our lives with you guys and in hopes that we can, um, you know, support each other and inspire each other and all of these amazing things. So it only feels right for us to share in this way. For you, it might feel right to share in a different way, but it's about allowing yourself the opportunity to feel your feelings. And you know what? Like when we feel our feelings, the healing that can take place is just like unreal because yesterday, like we literally like sobbed on and off all day. <laughs> yeah, We'd be like in hysterics laughing, then we'd be if, falling our so eyes out. I don't know if you guys have been to Bali, um, but I know a lot of people watching would have been to Bali or India or... You know, third world countries um, where it is slightly more touristy and the clinic was like pretty much in the touristy area of town. Um, we walked to the beach after just to, you know, have a cuddle and have a cry. And because we needed to go to like another appointment as well. That we, need to <laughs> we, <laughs> we were sitting down on the edge of the beach, like on this big wall and every like 30 seconds someone would come up trying to like <laughs> hustle some sunglasses or like sell us like a... Like a, a nice blanket or something, which is cute, but I just had to add that in because it was so, it was just like, so weird in the mix of emotions. Yeah. Having to be like, no, no I don't want to buy your stuff. I don't so need your sunglasses. Like, just added to it, which yeah. was, was quite And by funny. the way, I'm seeing the hearts, I'm seeing the love in the comments coming through. The, the phones is a bit far away to read, but I will read them afterwards. And I, f- like, we appreciate it so much. Like, the love. This is what I mean. Like, I feel like I'm closer to all of you. Like, everyone we've talked to, I feel like the relationship's gotten deeper with, which is amazing. And so, like I said yesterday, we just, like, sobbed when we needed to. We um, laughed. We talked about it. We talked about different experiences and what we were feeling. And then we woke up this morning, and we both had this really positive-feeling attitude. And it still definitely, like, feels emotionally draining today. But I've had, like, from the core of me come this, like, deep inspiration. Mm. Like, um, some of you know I'm writing a book right now, and I've been, like, stuck on how to write it. And I just sat down this morning and wrote, like, 1,500 words to my book. Mm. And it, and it's, like, this inspiration of this, like, understanding myself at a new level yep. and wanting to show up in a new level as well. Because I'm just, like, 
so touched about this experience and so grateful that I have like such an amazing person to go through it with and so grateful for all of our friends and family and everyone who's so supportive yeah and so it's just like even though it's sad and it's we're allowed to have the space to feel the pain and to to move through it it's still like also a beautiful experience in a way if that makes sense it was it it is really beautiful yeah um and I think for guys as well like we just need to we need to get to a point where we're actually powerful enough to own our emotions when we have them. Yeah. Because it's the only way that as guys we can actually, and not just as guys, but it's the only way we can move through stuff is if we allow ourselves mm. to just sit in emotions sometimes. Yeah. Whether it's anger or fear or mm. or sadness, which, you know, <clears throat> I've had a, a mixture of those the last few days and just with <clears throat> the news yesterday, it was kind of a coming together of those things. And I just don't know how people, well, I know people don't cope, but when you just take those emotions and and don't deal with them in a productive way, they come back in a vengeance and they fuck you up Mm. real bad. And I've seen that and I've talked to guys who... Have and we've le- been through that as well. Like, there was a time when I did that. I yeah. suppressed all of my emotions. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, that's good. <laughs> um, and I think just it's just so fucking important to not just be honest with yourself, but also if you have mates who are, who are struggling, mm. don't just let, yeah, I'm fine or she'll be right, pass mm. when you know something's wrong. Like, mm. If you can be there for a bro... You could you can save a life. Mm. And even just like, you know, you don't need to know what to say. You don't need to have all the things figured out. <laughs> and the worst thing to get is like unsolicited advice at a time like just this. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah. But um, like really it's just about allowing space. It's just like, you know, like it's been so impactful for me just to be able to be like, I know it's okay, but I'm just hurting right now. And for people to be like, it's okay to hurt. And I'm like... I know. Amen. Thank you. Like, it just feels so good. And, and it's nothing you have to take on a burden for yourself. And it's not that you have to go and like now be the savior for everyone, but creating an energy where you are creating that space for yourself to feel and you are creating that self, that space for yourself to be open in a way that feels really good to you and not feeling like you have to suppress or you have to hide. And that will allow other people to do the same. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, even on my journey um, up till this point, it's like the things that I've shared and the way that Nick shows up as well has put him in a position where people feel that they can talk to him. And it's just like, we need people like this, um, who are having that courage. It takes so much freaking courage and strength to show up in this way. Like it's insane. And so like go us for one <laughs> and go all of you. High five. <laughs> oh. Your elbow. I don't know if you can see, but it's been, a, it's been a fucking crazy. It's, it's been a rough few days. Like Nick's hurt his back hurt and back now he's hurt his I, elbow. I don't know if you can see it, but this shit has a fucking golf ball in it. Yeah. Because I fell over because I couldn't stand up because my back was sore. While I was miscarrying, so that was cool. great. So, cool, cool I mean, story. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the most important thing here is it, it doesn't matter if you you know you're in a relationship where you're going through something similar or. You're, you feel alone or whatever it is, but it's really about owning the space you're in mm. and understanding that that is the only way to really move through your emotions and, mm-hmm. and how you feel. Yeah. And you can't go and kick the world's ass and think you're going to go fucking own everything if your mindset in the background is 
just pulling you back down. Mm. Yeah, and I was told once that if you really allow yourself to feel an emotion, it only really lasts for about seven seconds. And although it's like extremely painful to feel into an emotion and like feel the pain or feel the anger or feel the hurt and just, you know, we have, we're taught to be like, push that down. But if you really just go, oh my gosh, oh, like, and surrender into it, just like kind of feel it and allow it to bubble up, it really does release so much quicker. And that leaves so much more room for all of the amazingness that you want to call in. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we talk about polarity. It's like this deep hurt has made me even more joyful for yeah, life. Yeah. So it's like, it's beautiful when you can deal with your emotions, what, um, what that can rise up into, you know? So I don't know. And yeah. Yeah. I, I like for myself, I, I've always wanted kids, but I didn't realize how much yeah. until, you know, like, like even, two weeks ago. Even when we were getting the pregnancy test, it was still kind of like, eh, meh, like, yeah, we'd like, be happy. A little happy, bit of nervous. But... I'd be, yeah, no, I'd be real happy. But then once, you know, you see those two blue lines, we were both just like, we're like, yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck. Like I, I was so happy and I'm so grateful for the experience that, I got to discover how much I wanted kids. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, so. again, like the coming together, um, even just working through emotions and as a guy, like having a good cry and then the sighs after, oh, it feels so feels liberating. So <laughs> You're just like, good. oh, it just feels like a, a blanket has been taken off your back. And yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I just think everyone just getting, getting real with yourself first, um, but also creating space for others um, mm-hmm. non, non-judgmental space where they can come in and maybe use you as a soundboard um, to sort their feelings out as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here and listening and sharing in this moment with us. So grateful for you all. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. I'm going to go make pizza. We're going to have pizza for dinner. Yummy. Um, pizza. And yeah, we love you all. Thank you so much for your support and love on this video and just in life in general. And we'll talk to you all again soon. Bye. Thank you guys so much again for listening to that episode. If you're out there and you are struggling with your emotions, Um, you need someone to chat to. I am here all ears. I don't care what your story is. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think about it. If you need to get something off your chest, let me know. Send me an email to hey at iamnicktaylor.com and I'm all ears.